I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. Today's show is brought to you by the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. So far, people have attended the program from 34 countries from around the world. In fact, it's, it's gone up from that number. Uh, whether you're, wherever you're located in the world, doesn't matter. You can join in and become part of it if you really want to invest some time in your career and your direction in the context of Microsoft business applications. If you want to find out more, go to the nz365guy.com forward slash mentoring. Now, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is all the way from Spain. He's a business application technical lead for the Microsoft Alliance EMEA for KPMG. He just got his MVP about a year ago, which shocks me because I thought he had been an MVP for years after hanging out with him in London a bit. He is the Power Platform uh, Amigo co-host, a runner, CrossFit. He's into CrossFit. And he's one of, man, you know, CrossFit have a special category in the world, right? He's a husband and father. You can find him on Twitter at Mario Traba. I'll spell it. T-R-U-E-B-A-365 or his blog, same name.com. Welcome to the show, Mario. Mark, how are you? Good. How do you say your full name? Like you've got two last names, have you? Or two middle or middle name? I got no. So so as you know, in Spain we do have two surnames because uh, we normally use you know the dads and the mom. So it's Mario Trueba Cantero. Uh, Cantero. And actually, I haven't used my first name. My sorry, my my first surname in a. Uh, in a while, because when I moved to the UK, everybody thought that it was a second name. So they were, they went straight to Mario Cantero. And I was like, no, 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 it's Mario. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, lately I've actually been able to start using it. The only challenge that I had was that uh, there is already a Mario Trueba out there, which is uh, an Spanish photographer, which is actually quite famous. So all the MarioTreba.com or .es or those domains, I just couldn't get it. Like, same as Twitter, man. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> oh, look, look at that, though. When I just Googled your name, though, yours was the first photo that came up. Oh, good. Was it with or without her, Mark? Because, God, I need to update that. It's just, it's it's you with a nice, beautiful KPMG blue backdrop. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so, okay. so, yeah. And the, and the other person is an older gentleman that comes up. Is he the photographer? I think he might be, yeah. I think it might be. So how are you? God, I'm good. I'm good. Really, really good. It's, 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 well, I was going to say a pleasure. It's actually an honor to be on the show, man. I was, I was actually looking, really looking forward to our conversation today. Um, yeah, now things are, things are great. Uh, work is crazy as, as usual. Are, are you back in, are you in the UK now or back in Spain? I am back in Spain. I moved back to Spain a year and a half ago. So r- right before COVID hit. So right, I think it was three days before going into lockdown in Spain. We decide. Well, we 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 move because we 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 got the news that you know Spain was going to lock all the borders and and everything. So we had to literally do the whole moving in three days, and uh, it was mental. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So, what part of Spain are you in? I am in Santander, in the north. In the north. In the north. Yep. So, what province is that in? 
it's uh, Cantabria. So it's just between it is just between Asturias and the Basque Country. So right in the middle. Because you know, I walked right from uh, I did the Camino. You did the Camino. Santiago. Yep. Yeah. Full thirty three days. You know, end to end into. Um, so would I have walked through your for, through your area? So potentially, did you do the the North Camino or did you do the French Camino? Uh, we came in from France, so from the Pyrenees. Okay. So you are you higher up? Are you are the northern, which is along the coast, right? Exactly. So I am, I am along the coast, and the Camino either I think the one in the north goes through my city, and goes through all the coast, and then there is the other one, which is the French one, which I believe it goes through, kind of like the middle goes closer to Burgos and Leon. Yeah, then, that's yeah, right. That's the yeah, one that you yeah, did. Yeah yeah, 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 definitely. I went through Burgos, went through Leon, were the two big main cities I went through, of course, but all, all, all the towns. How did you find the Camino? Oh, man, just absolutely amazing. Just, it was just me and my wife did it together. Oh, beautiful. And, and you know, we went right to uh, Finisterre at the end and Moxia as well. But it was, oh, just, I couldn't recommend it enough to everybody at least once in their lifetime to do the Camino de Santiago. Totally. I still have it pending. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I mean, I've, I've done it by, by plane, obviously, multiple times. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah. I've <laughs> never really done count. it working. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, it was, you know, we, you know, I know a lot of people do it for religious reasons, you know, I mean, it's a, a Catholic tradition, but we... We did it to, we watched a movie and, uh, and in the movie it was, a, it was about the Camino and a father, you know, was walking the Camino because his son, first day on the Camino, he was on the Pyrenees and a storm came through and he died. That's the storyline of the movie. And so he goes and takes his son's ashes and walks the Camino with his son. And of course, it's all the stories that come out because... The amazing thing about the Camino is you meet so many different people from different walks of life and you get this incredible rich story of all the stories that, you know, from the people you meet. And uh, so we watched that movie when we were in Sydney, Australia, and that's when we, you know, decided to take a year off and uh, and travel. And I tell you, in hindsight, we cannot believe how lucky we are to have done that because... You know, who would have known that, you know, something like COVID would come along and restrict travel so much? I know, I know, totally. So so is it really, was it really, so your experience, was it really like like in the movie? I mean, because obviously I have a lot of friends that have done the Camino and uh, some friends have done it because of religious matters. Other friends, they what, they what they really say is that they do it because there is so many hours walking, sometimes on your own, sometimes with somebody. And it's a really good way of getting to know yourself and getting to know who you are, you know, walking the Camino with. And actually, they all say that you meet a lot of people. That actually, you are never alone. You meet yeah, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah. So. And, it, and it's just like that. And everybody has something in common, right? That they're all on this walk. And and the amazing thing is, is that there's only three decisions you make every day for, in our case, it was 33 days it took us. Because, by the way, we didn't try to power through it. Like when we got to um, uh, uh, Burgos and Lyon, we took a couple of days to, you know, explore the city and things like that. So we weren't like, we have a deadline. We need to fly out from, um, uh, you know, Compostela. We didn't. We, we didn't feel that we had to. Like our next uh, trip, we went after after we'd completed that, we went down into Portugal, um, and so. But there was like no hurry. We hadn't booked anything in advance, so we were quite happy to. We wanted to really enjoy the experience, and I walked the whole thing with no blisters. 
And that that's a big deal because a lot of people do get blisters. But I was, yeah, we 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 didn't try to. I mean, our, our biggest day we walked forty kilometers in one day. That was our longest day's walk. So it is quite a bit of distance, right? Um, to be walking, um, but but most days we're around twenty five kilometers a day. And I tell you, we've got friends now all over the world that we've even met since then that we met on the Camino. That is amazing. That is really good. God, I, I think. I need to do it. I need to do it. The, the, the only challenge is that now with the with with the girls is uh, is absolutely impossible. I think I'm gonna be well. Well, here, here's the thing, right? A lot of people, for some reason, um, and it probably is religious reasons again, come from um, Korea and and walk. And there were families walking where the youngest kid was like three years old. Really. Yeah, lot like not one, not one or two, like four or five families. There was a father walking with his daughter who was five years old, and you know the the beauty is, a lot of people think that you know the Camino is in some like desert or some far, but I mean it's a, you know, there's a chemist every five kilometers. There's a, you know food every like there's a taxi. You could you could taxi the whole thing if you wanted to, you know, each if you wanted to break it up. So it's really because what I think it's since the eleven hundreds is when people were walking the Camino. So it's really set up for people to do it type thing. Well totally. I mean absolutely absolutely speechless now. I mean I'm thinking I was I was now kind of like imagining myself, you know, walking it with my daughter Emma but she's she's three and and I was like, woof, wow. Sometimes even walking with her, like you know, I was gonna say one kilometer, five hundred meters, you know, by 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 the meter fifty, she's like, come on, daddy, pick me up. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was just imagining myself doing the Camino with Emma on my on my shoulders, and I was like, God, wow. Yeah, I I, I love it. Do you know that until we moved to the UK, I the the country I'd spent the third country I'd spent the most time in was Spain because all up like we after we went down into Portugal and we came back and we stayed in Madrid for a while and and some of the outer regions around there we traveled right down the <clears throat> the west border of Spain like right down to uh to ultimately into Gibraltar and then came back up the middle of Spain to Madrid. We we actually had our honeymoon in Barcelona. Um, so, I mean, that was a, a separate trip. But, yeah, we love Spain. Oh, that's nice. When are you coming back? As soon as COVID allows? Oh, yeah, as soon as COVID's over, eh? As in, uh, we, 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 just, uh, we were just uh, on the weekend talking about the Camino and going, when will we do it again? We definitely want to do it again, man. Well, the next time, just do it through. You know, do the do the one from the north. Yeah, we'll do the northern one. We could go the northern way. Exactly. Might as well mix it up, right? Anyhow, look at this. We're, we're chewing into uh, you know it's podcast time. But tell me, um, what? Why did you? What, was COVID the main reason that you moved from London back to Spain? Um, no, it wasn't. It was. It was actually. So we we had our second daughter, Leah, and um, we both knew that you know when. I mean the 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 nursery prices in, in in the UK in London especially it's it's completely crazy crazy right exactly and um you do need to ask for a second mortgage in order to be able to pay the nursery so uh, we both kind of like we had our time in the UK we 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 lived there for 10 years both of us um we thought you know it's been 10 years we had now two daughters with 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 Emma was easy because kind of like we could we, I mean we could it was it was easy but then with Leah you know before she started nursery we were like I think it's time to go back. Um, and also, of course, family, 
um, they were all really eager to have us back in 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 Spain. And it's just, uh, I would say, London is a beautiful city. It's fantastic. It's something. It's a city that I would recommend to anyone. Um, for raising a family, I don't know. I mean, it depends. But um, for me, you know, the calmness. You know, it's, it, Santander is, is a smaller city. It's a bit more, you know, chill. Uh, and in Spain, for example, uh, the kids are in the street until 10 um, because of the weather, but also because of the culture. I mean, we are, and, uh, you know, that kind of, you know, family, family. And then, you know, the, the, the thought that we had that we, we, we had done our, our time in London, uh, then that was the thing that actually, you know, make us move back. And uh, we were planning it for a while, but then COVID forced it like, <laughs> it was like, we move in three days. Boom, <laughs> and then we had to move. <laughs> and then we had to move. How did you uh, get into technology? How did you end up in in the whole Microsoft business application space? That's actually a good story. So, I mean, I I, I obviously I study I studied um, IT uh, back here in Spain, and uh, I was I think my mom always always tells the the, the story of myself with I believe 10, 10, 11 years actually. They 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 bought me this. Um, they bought me this this new PC. They spent a lot of money on. I think it was a Pentium two, an old Pentium two, an old Pentium two. I had I had some of the some of the old ones, but uh, they I think they they actually spent quite a lot of money when when I was starting to get you know into into IT and they bought me this old Pentium two. And I think within a couple of days I already had it open and I was you know uh, you know pulling pulling apart some pieces. And my mom w- w- walked into the room and went mental saying, "What are you doing?" And <laughs> so. Um, so then, obviously, it was kind of clear. I mean, I've always been into into computers, and I was always, you know, working with it and, and you know teaching myself how to how to code and things like that. And then when I did IT, um, my mom is 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 she's a, an English teacher, and uh, she lived in London for five years when she was young. And every single year, as soon as I finished uni, she was telling me, "When you finish uni, you're going to London. When you finish uni, you're going to London." And then I finished uni, and I actually had an offer. To, but it was going to be with uh, as, a, as a Java developer uh, in Santander, and then and then my mom convinced my my my, my wife now my, my my girlfriend then, um, so she moved to London to work as an opera, so then I had to follow her, and, and that's how I ended up that's how I ended up ended up follow, following her. And uh, when I was working at when I when I was studying at uni, I did an internship at Microsoft at Microsoft, and that's how I met. That's how I met an MVP, actually, Juan Carlos Gonzalez. He's a Sherman MVP. So I was working, I was working actually for Juan Carlos. Um, and then when I moved to London, Juan Carlos got in touch with Marco Amuedo and, uh, and Ramon Tebar as well. So uh, he was like, hey, this friend of mine is going to London. Could you just maybe have a coffee with him, have a chat with him? And uh, that's how I met Marco and, and Ramon. And uh, we did have a coffee. We then had a couple of beers. And then they said, well, there is a partner called Alpha People. And uh, why don't you go and you know, interview? Do you know .NET? And I was like, yeah, um, you know, I'm a .NET developer. So I went to my interview at Alpha People, and they asked me, what do you know about Dynamics CRM 2011? No, CRM 4 at the time. And I was like, absolutely nothing. But uh, I can learn. And, uh, and, I, and that's how I got into, into CRM. It's so I, I always blame Marco. I always blame Marco. So Mar- Marco's back in Spain now, isn't he? Marco's back in Spain now. But what about Ramon? Ramon is still in, in the UK. Wow. Ramon is still wow. in the UK. Is he still at Metro? 
No, Ramon is in, uh, I think it's, 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 it's a bank called Vanguard, I believe. Uh, okay, okay. How, how long were you involved in Metrobank? God, it was, I think it was, it was, it was the longest time that I've been in a company. I think it was four and a half years, five years. So when we started at Metro, it was basically, I remember my first day, it was uh, Jeff, our boss, Ramon, and Red Clinton. So it was just the four of us. And then we had some people from, from cyber. And, and then when we left, which Ramon, myself, and, and Jeff, our boss, we left together, uh, there were, there were a people, uh, a team of 30. So that was, Actually, that was one of the, you know, one of our proudest achievements. We we all did it as a team, and actually, you know, we we started and we left as a team, but we also left a fantastic team that have been delivered uh, amazing things. Did you did you build all the branch front end? Um, we built a lot of the branch processes. So when we started at Metro, there was basically two systems. One was um, the banking platform, and the other one was Excel. <laughs> that is how Excel. Excel, yeah, yeah. But 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 of course, wow, I mean, wow. when we when we started at Metrobank, they only had, I believe, it was four stores, four branches. So things were easy to maintain. Things were, you know, more or less. I think they 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 only had like one year and a half, two years. And uh, actually, it was all done. I mean, the 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 main office was in Holborn, and you know, everything was in Holborn. Apart from the stores, everything was done in the same office. So you could literally walk to everyone in the bank. Um. So then, when we st- when when we introduced Dynamics to re- to replace the Excel, then you know the business were actually really eager for us to you know put all the business processes on on Dynamics, and a lot of and and then what happened was that in 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 the branches they ended up using the banking platform and Dynamics from the for the for the front office. So nice, nice, so good, so good. How have you you know going back to Spain? Did, were you working at KPMG before you went back to Spain? I was working at KPMG, yes. So I started at KPMG. So, and they've got no problem with you no, being remote? No, that was actually the plan. So um, so that was so when I joined KPMG, I, I did say that I wanted to move back to, to, to Spain. And actually, uh, I, that, that is how I ended up in my current role. So my current role is for, for KPMG International and part of the Microsoft Alliance. Therefore, we can live, you know, in... in anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Probably not anywhere, anywhere. So good. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm. I was surprised that you've only been an MVP a short period of time. I thought you'd been an MVP much longer. Who, who, who finally? Uh, you know, because I mean, you've been doing so. You know, you know. When when I met you in London, you're well involved in the user groups there and things like that. So who, uh, who got you nominated, and what was your process to get into the uh, in, in as an MVP? So I think I think I got nominated. I think I've been nominated like six or seven times. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, nuts! Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's it's um, and actually, I think I think the um, the old process where you got nominated, you put all your contributions, and then you didn't hear anything at all. <laughs> uh, I think I think I got like three or four of those um, because every time that I was coming back to Spain, or actually, Ramon nominated me a couple of times, Marco nominated me a couple of times, Damien nominated me a couple of times, but uh, you know, nothing was really happening. Um, and then at the end, I remember that uh, my friend Akel Mendoza got uh, got the MVP. And uh, as soon as he got it, he he was like, "I want to nominate you." And I was like, "Look, don't don't do it. I've been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really, you know, uh, been there, done that. It's fine." Um, but then he said, "No, no, no, no. I'm gonna nominate you. I'm gonna nominate you because you know it it, it has to happen." And then uh, that was the time. 
actually, no, it was so Marco nominated me. And then the last time it was with the new process. And then I remember Claire Smith, the, the MVP lead in, in, in the UK. Lovely. Absolutely. She, she, was, she, she, was, she, was, uh, she was fantastic. And she did have a call with me and we did review uh, my, my contributions. And uh, as it was like, I think because I told her that I was moving to Spain, I said, look, I'm going to be moving to Spain in, in, in six months. And she was like, well, in that case, let me do one thing. Let me introduce you to Christina, who is the, the MVP lead for, for Spain and Italy and, and, and a lot of countries, actually. Um, so, and I actually, I knew Christina from, from the Saturdays, but uh, I've never actually, you know, talked to her. So I got to know Christina and, and then Christina was like, well, we will review your, your, your nomination in, in, in four or five months. And, and then nothing happened. And then when I, when I came back to Spain, Akel was like, no, 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 I'm going to nominate you again. And we're going to put your name on the top of the list of, of Christina to see if it finally happens. And uh, yeah, December, 2020, suddenly 1st of December, uh, boom! I got the email. I got oh, the email. So good, so good, so good. Email. Good feeling. It felt felt strange. Um, I mean, awesome. Of, of course, it felt it felt awesome because it was kind of like one of those things that um, and I, I, a lot of people have told me this. You know, the moment when you kind of like think that you're not going to get it and you stop thinking about it, that's when you get it. And at least in my case, it it completely happened. It completely happened. So good. So good. Mario, I feel like we could talk for hours, but we've already uh, time's up and always like to wrap up with some quick fire questions. Okay, go for it. Okay. If you could pick up at one skill instantly, what would you choose? Uh, flying. Ah, nice, nice. What's a mistake people often make about you? They think I'm grumpy. Don't know why. I think it's because I shaved my head. <laughs> yeah, you're such a happy guy. <laughs> I think it's because um, I shaved my head. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic. What activity do you enjoy so much that you you get in trouble for losing track of time? Lately, I've been I've actually. I mean, they, they do say it's a it's a, it's a cold, but I mean, the, the the CrossFit thing is is something that I've been I've been I've been doing quite a lot to be honest. It does it does relax me a lot. So, and I've been getting into a lot of trouble with uh, with my wife because of CrossFit, not because of the work that I do for the community, because she's completely used to that. So. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, eh? CrossFit's like a religion, I reckon. Completely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? People get in it and they become fervent evangelists of, of, of it and then they're just hardcore CrossFit all the time. Completely, completely. I love it. I love it. I love it. Marco, it's been great talking to you. Marco, I called you Marco. Um, Mario, it's been great talking to you and um, I hope that uh, we get to do this again soon sometime. I know you talked about perhaps uh, flipping the, the story and getting Andrew Lee and yourself together and doing an interview of me, and that will be interesting. I'll look forward yeah, to no, it. Yeah, no, no, totally. How, how, how would you feel about that, by the way, Mark? Yeah, oh, sounds awesome. Oh, sounds epic, epic. Let's do it then. Let's, let's set it up. Okay. Okay. Cheers, Thank then. you so much. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and you want to be a supporter, please go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash nz365guy. Uh, maybe leave me a message uh, there. That'd be awesome. Anyhow, thanks again for joining me. Stay safe out there and see you next time.